Hi, you guys. This is uh, Brave and the Bold, and I'm one-third of the Tree and NATO podcast, and this is Saturday Night Spotlight, where we talk about some classic cartoon uh, characters and their respective shows. And tonight, and this is going to be a lot, so I might have to have a part two for next week, but Steven Universe is a character in a show that I would love to spotlight. I think that this is very timely. It is a uh, Pride Month, after all, too. And this show has had definitely those themes of that, but also the show has had themes of uh, family and love with every song every piece of animation that you uh get the experience from each episode it's it's very it is a it's a great show to me i think as of recent uh years um but before i get into the initial show i guess i should get into the background of the uh character and how he was created and um, there were some dark times for Cartoon Network. This is another Cartoon Network show. Um, and there were some dark times for Cartoon Network. I think we all remember it was Cartoon Network Real that they came up with, uh, I guess, 2009. Ended in 2010. Thank goodness. Uh, it shouldn't have lasted for a year, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, just before that, Cartoon Network was pretty much canceling and wrapping up all of its old early 2000s shows as we know like it and Nettie with their big picture show that was going to be like the series finale um and such shows like Chowder was being ended and Fosters and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends and so many other good shows that could have lasted longer but it looks like Cartoon Network was pivoting for a more real uh, <laughs> reality shows. And that's where they dubbed Cartoon Network Real. And let's just say, again, it didn't last that long. And that kind of left them a bit barren in the cartoon department because they decided to end most of their cartoons. I mean, they had probably a sprinkle of cartoons here and there. I think they might have still had Total Drama um, the Total Drama Island show and all that stuff maybe still kicking around, but it definitely was a slow period around that time. Um, uh, around I want to say 2010, and well, 2009 to 2010 in that in that period in that span, that's when Cartoon Network started taking chances on shows around 2010 particularly Adventure Time. Adventure Time pretty much troubleshooted and kind of re almost rebooted the network because they could uh, talk about that. Like, well, they could uh, create that and uh, see where that goes. But also Cartoon Network greenlit that same year, later greenlit um, regular show, uh, and it, <laughs> that 
definitely i i think it's underrated and i i would probably revisit that uh i, I would revisit that later but again you had that and that all right we got two hits now you guys let's keep going 2011 um they green light amazing world of gumball which is another good i would say rather good in the comedy department uh along with regular show uh, not on the same levels, but definitely different. It's definitely it. It really hit with different types of animation being thrown at it, you know. And yeah, so again, 2010, 2011. Now you got these three shows that have become, you know, uh, popular and they're getting a, a following, and kids are loving it. And teenagers alike, or even just us. Yeah, I think we were probably teenagers. I'm I'm 24, so back at that time I was a teenager, and everybody was loving it, you know. And Cartoon Network was still trying to, you know, what you guys we need more, we need to capture the new age of viewers. You know, we did end our old shows, and we probably could never bring them back, or even if they could. You'd have to do it differently. We're going to go for, try to do new original uh, content. And so, of course, they had that show Mad, I believe, and that didn't really last long. But eventually, you get to 2013, and there is this show called Uncle Grandpa, which is a is an after effect of Secret Mountain Fort Awesome, which I don't know if people even watch that, but uh, let's just say, I guess, Cartoon Network thought, oh, wow, that guy is really good. Let's have him do whatever, Greenlight, whatever series he's going to have come out, and it was Uncle Grandpa. Let's just say us teenagers, like, us grown, we grew with Cartoon Network, but we were starting to kind of turn away from him <laughs> when that came out. And just two months later, this show called Steven Universe comes. And by this point, we'd have had two months of Uncle Grandpa. And we were kind of like, wow, the Cartoon Network is going down to quality again. You know, they, they already had Annoying Orange on and, you know, stuff like Mad and Annoying Orange. And the only thing we're watching is those other three shows that I was talking about, Adventure Time regular show and amazing world of gumball um again hits hit after hit but cartoon network um when they decided to green light uh, uncle grandpa everyone just thought that that was the stupidest thing that they ever could have done uh, but then this show that I didn't even think that was going to even be on the network for that long, just because of how bad I was hearing about <laughs> uh, Uncle Grandpa was doing. It was Steven Universe. And when I grew up, well, the way that I grew up is, you know, I like, I love Cartoon Network. I'm very biased. <laughs> My first words were Cartoon Network. So... I always had a love and appreciation for the network, even if they had the dark days and they had some hit or miss cartoons here or there. But I 
I tried to give everything at least a chance to grab me to. So I have watched two, at least two episodes of Uncle Grandpa and I gave up on it for obvious reasons. But Steven Universe was something different when I watched it, when I first watched it. it the character, the main character is very silly, very, but he's not Uncle Grandpa silly, it, it, like nonsensical silliness. He is a kid. He's a 12-year-old, 13-year-old kid, you know, and I've been there before. I've acted, I've acted weird and silly, you know, I'm probably still, uh, I'm still a weird and silly, goofy man, but (laughs) when I watched the show uh, for the first time, he, it was, I must say, the animation drew me in already. Uh, that was not uh, a joke. It was <laughs> I was being very literal, but it it drew me in automatically. And the backgrounds, the skylight, the simplistic uh, textures that they used in making the um, making the town Beach City, uh, which is uh, I'm sure it's probably in Maryland or Virginia somewhere. They kind of based the show in but it's near a coast. But again, it, it definitely spoke to me in those, in an artistic sense, because I really loved, uh, at the time I was really loving animation. I kind of wanted to do something in that, uh, in the future. And uh, again, uh, going back to Steven universe, um, the character definitely had me. It, 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 it took me some time to for him to grow on me, though, after the first episode. It wasn't like it was, oh, yeah, this is a hit first episode. I was really just feeling the series out. And what got me initially is the animation. The character wasn't, you know, the Steven Universe wasn't himself. Like, Steven Universe himself wasn't, like, an annoying character to me. I've seen more annoying characters. I mean, you have Cheese and Fred Fred Burger, which is my favorite though. But this was a this is how a a little kid acts. You know what I mean? So it didn't bother me with his mannerisms. But then I was questioning what I was watching after I saw these uh, alien. Uh, they they call themselves the Crystal Gems. There's they're named after gems, of course, like gemstones, which is like uh, garnets. Uh, so garnet. There is pearl, amethyst, and how Stephen was with them. He they basically explained they explained the like what Stephen is sort of. So he's like a half alien, half human, you know. So. Um, and he has this, uh, belt, <laughs> he has this, uh, gem on his stomach and he is basically like trying to figure out what his powers are and what, what he does and all that stuff. So it's, it intrigued me, I would say to say the least. And his first, uh, episode was cookie cat and he had a nice little rap song. It wasn't really a, a well. He he rap. It was a rap song. He had a nice little rap song. I just thought it was very silly. Again, very silly, goofy. 
but nothing to turn me away from it and say this isn't gonna like be good you know i was worried if cartoon network at least the viewership just by viewership i was afraid that this was going to be canceled just based off of that but luckily it wasn't and this thing got five seasons this show got five seasons because of it uh and a movie you know a tv movie and a epilogue a sequel series which lasted for just one season but two uh, 20 episodes which was special i thought that that was very special and um didn't get the proper ending like i would have wanted regular show at, well at least dvd releases anything steven universe got treated better in the long run than regular show which again i'll re- i'll visit that show one day but um this show is is special to me because it wasn't even just that first episode i go on and on and i watch <laughs> each episode and it just every every time the animation got better the the silliness of the character really stuck out and this whole world that they were trying to do i mean it was it was simplistic it was like it was a simple plot it was like okay he's trying to learn and figure out his abilities as a half human half alien hybrid uh and figure out you know what what is up you know and his mother though gave her physical form just to be with uh just for him to exist and I thought that that was like very special, very um, original in a sense. Um, well, not original. I would say like, you know, it was very special. I thought, and I'm like, wow, this kid is probably going to be, he's the very special one. You know what I mean? But he does end up saving the Crystal Gems, basically his guardians at the end of every episode almost all the time but it's in a silly surprising uh, <laughs> way sometimes in some of the episodes some of the other episodes though it's just really just you get to character development when you start seeing more um of the relationships with the gems um particularly of course i mean garnet Garnet is my favorite character in this whole series, by the way. Uh, she's voiced by Estelle. If you guys don't know her, she did that one song with Kanye West. It was called American Boy. Uh, that was way long time ago, you know, before, you know, uh, let's say some people were crazy. Uh, <laughs> well, more crazy now. Um, but it was way back. It was a hit song, but she couldn't really stick around in the um, in the realm of, I guess, I mean, she couldn't release nothing that topped that after that. I'm not gonna deny that. But if you do listen to her music, though, I, I like her music. I, I listen to it every now and then. I think she's a really good singer. She just was, got, in the R&B game and soul game, you gotta keep on it. Uh, unless, you know, you don't, you stop and you become irrelevant you know, in the game, which is, it sucks that that happens in the R&B game, but eh, 
um, what can you do? But, um, uh, but yeah, so Estelle is the voice of Garnet and has a beautiful singing voice. Uh, each of them have beautiful singing voices though. What am I saying? Um, Steven Universe in particular, but, oh yeah, and I, and I haven't even talked about the music. The, I mean, I, I mentioned it, but the music of this show is fantastic. I think every song sung by each person is definitely, if you don't feel anything when you listen to these songs, I, I don't know what to tell you. It To me, it was like, for example, uh, well, I'll say even the first episode, Cookie Cat, the Cookie Cat rap. I liked that basically showed the show for me like, OK, it's silly. It doesn't take itself seriously, but also it's dealing with just a hint of drama just because he's like, I don't know what my uh, purpose is. I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, I don't know my abilities and I don't know my other side, the the other side of me and all that stuff. And, you know, he eventually comes into his own uh, later. But, you know, again, this little silly moment that he did with the rap, again, it just was like, again, captured the silliness and, uh, this, and the aesthetic of the show is like, don't take it seriously you know, um, which I liked, uh, but after that, you have, um, I really liked the On The Run song he did with, uh, Amethyst, where basically she was trying to run away from responsibilities and all that stuff, and he was like, you know what, we need that, so they just were on the run, they were just like, (laughs) running away from beach city caught a train and they were like hobos or whatever like that and but i think that was a special episode for amethyst because she was revealing to him what her past was like and why she feels so insignificant compared to the others again character development there sprinkles of character development are go throughout this whole uh show i mean pearl dealing with the loss of steven's mother who was you know gem his dad i'm sorry his dad was a uh, human his mother was a gem her name was rose quartz and apparently pearl had a she wanted to have a relationship with Rose that was more than just they were friends you know but again she had passed she basically just went with um the Stephen's father uh Greg Universe (laughs) um for some reasons and there is an episode about how they met and everything and you know Pearl loved his mother and you get to see them attack that with every episode that's centered on Pearl. You get to see, you get to see it in the beginning when it's like strong in the real way. I think that's what the um, episode title was called. And you get to kind of see um, Pearl was like, you can be strong, but I can show you how to be strong in the, in a, again, in the real way. 
that's more comparable to, you know, protecting and uh, have more finesse than rage when it comes to being strong, you know, instead of attacking things with not with the real sound, you know, uh, with not a real thinking, you know, without thinking, uh, to be strong without thinking, you know, that's not that, you know, it's, it's not that good. Let's just say that <laughs> it's not that good. Um, but with a, with a mindset, with a good mindset, you could be strong in the mind more than the body. <laughs> Or you could be both, double threat. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, do it for her. There is a that's a song that was uh, when Stephen and uh, his friend Connie, which Connie is a uh, Connie is another character who is also great and works well with Stephen. Um, kind of almost he he needs somebody there to kind of make him understand normalcy i would say like <laughs> being a normal kid and she was a good person to have by his side when it came to that but also she was learning stuff about his world and his heritage too like they would kind of learn from each other and she even stood up to her parents and everything like that uh because of that too who wanted her to be this this and this but she's like I don't mind being that or doing that for myself, but I also, you know, want to hang out with my friend and that, you know, most things didn't, you know, I, I would be studying all doing all that, but I wouldn't be developing any social skills or anything like that. You know, I think that that was one thing she was crying, you know, kind of not crying, but more telling them and trying to make them understand her in a sense, which is, I'm basically just going around talking about all the characters and how <laughs> understanding and, you know, they went through trials and tribulations and uh, because this is what the show eventually evolved into. It came from just a random idea, a random show into developing storylines for characters and ultimately becoming just something you know, just something more than just a random cartoon that would come on. I used to think that about Adventure Time when it came on, uh, which everyone's more of a fan of that than me. Uh, I do like Adventure Time from what I had seen. I didn't finish it, though, because I, I missed one season and I was done. It was like after that, I tried to re I tried to watch come in every now and then the Adventure Time, but I could never be connected to adventure time it was like it 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 hit new strides that i didn't even pick up on and that's what people would tell me hey man just try to uh you know watch that season that you missed and go forward i'm like i don't know man it's like adventure time it wasn't for me but i was watching it just to i would say just to support the network at that point because sometimes but i'd mostly watch regular show uh, no, no offense to Adventure Time. I do still respect Adventure Time, though. Um, but regular show ultimately had me to the TV every time when it came on. Um, 
Miss World of Gumball as well. But Steven Universe, I would tune in every Friday or Saturday it would come on. I think it would probably try to come on Thursday too, but I think they might have had sometimes it would come on Friday, Saturdays, you know how Cartoon Network schedule. Yeah, you know T V channels they schedule stuff. This is why people stream things now. But um yeah, I really thoroughly enjoyed this show again for the music again for the music like the music added to uh and again this was created by rebecca sugar a person who uh worked on adventure time and uh she wrote songs for adventure time as well and she was like the uh storyboard artist and everything and um she was a writer and she decided to branch out and do something of her own and she is a uh she's bisexual so eventually when we explored those LT- lgbtq uh themes we definitely see because the pearl and rose relationship in this uh show was very it it spoke uh very loudly and i was surprised that cartoon network showed this um because usually uh networks would be kind of iffy and kind of you know i don't know if we should be doing this and all that stuff but no they gave her that freedom to talk about this kind of love and the kind of passion um that happen you know with with certain characters and even garnet she is a relationship a being of love but also turned out she was a fusion if people could remember uh and fusion usually happens when two uh singular gems they do this uh fusion dance almost (laughs) almost kind of uh referencing dragon ball z there um but they do this fusion dance and they fuse into one uh because i mean they do this fusion dance and they become this one being and they're named after another gemstone which is i think uh they pearl and amethyst were um opal opal yeah there's opal there is a um fusion of pearl and uh of pearl and garnet which is sardonyx uh and each one has their own personality as well so it's like opal can be majestic and uh can be majestic and definitely uh she has like um arrows i think she had made that was pretty much her weapon uh sort of but uh let's see what else um sardonyx had mostly a like a showtime type of vibe like a uh broad <laughs> like a more like i was about to say broadcasting but what i was like broadway yeah broadway type of vibe spectacle stuff um that happened let's see um what else about oh yeah sujalite uh sujalite is a 
fusion of Amethyst and Garnet. And they're, again, featured in Strong in the Real Way episode. And they are um, very rambunctious and they rampage throughout everything. And only the thing they rely on is their strength. You know, they're they're just smashing stuff. (laughs) So it was funny to see that fusion as well. Um, but yeah, this, <laughs> as you can see, I'm really <laughs> talking about the fusions and stuff, but, um, again, if I were to like <laughs> this show, it, it, it had me again from the first episode, but also when it evolved into a actual story, um, which was, oh yeah, the uh, Mirror Gem and Ocean Gem episodes. So those two episodes were almost meant, I think these were like episode 25 and 26 of the first season. And this was when they were exploring other possibilities of there being even more gems in the universe. And this is actually where the story really picks up and comes in. Whereas we see earlier, it's just delving into character development. And earlier in the show, um, as you see um, it evolving and evolving, it goes into something else. And Rebecca Sugar, I believe, I think she had said that when she made those two episodes, 25 and 26 of the first season, she said that they were probably going to be the series finale because Cartoon Network wasn't saying much on if they were going to renew this show or not. And they did. Um, And after that, it basically went from that to revealing the secret of, well, introducing Peridot. Peridot comes into play. She visits the world for a couple times on the warp pads that they have uh but again it it that's gonna go delve into like the story arcs and story stuff so like the gems weren't always good crystal gems are really like a rebel force they fought in a war where these beings called the diamonds uh yellow diamond pink diamond white diamond blue diamond they were the omnipotent forces of this alien race and they would often forbid things and say things aren't pure perfect just like garnet garnet being who she is a relationship and embodiment of love they didn't understand that and what they couldn't understand they forbid you know so um they would have wanted to kind of expunge that say it wasn't pure and expunge it from their you know their um from their race um of aliens so rose quartz comes into play as she leads the rebellion and you find out later in the show, and this is spoilers, but Rose Quartz, Stephen's mother, 
is actually Pink Diamond. And Pink Diamond was like the younger sister of these diamonds. And she would be bratty. She would be um, like, I, I want, it was mostly for their attention because no one would notice her. Uh, that's how she felt. And, oh, I want my own colony and all this stuff. And no, you we, we don't care. And again, these guys were in like a, you know, uh, you know, highest power has the highest, is the highest ruler type deal. You know, these guys were omnipotent beings and they were taking over planets and conquering them. And Earth was basically a small colony that they were sort of conquering, but yeah, it, it, they were trying to conquer it. And that didn't work out so well because Pink Diamond she was like, I still, still feel alone. I'm still, you know, I'm bored. And so she wanted to do other things and kind of show them up. And then she created the persona of Rose Quartz. Uh, these gems can also shape shift into anything and anybody. Um, so, and they don't age or they age pretty slowly. Yeah, they they don't age. They don't age. But yeah, you you kind of get to experience the mom being <laughs> the douchebag of the whole entire show cuz she's the one who causes most of the trouble. But it turns out Steven has to step up and change um, have to make up for his mom's mistakes and pretty much pays prices too. So it's like, again, it's almost like he's trying to correct and rectify his mother's bad decisions that she's made. And among others, her worst decision was not revealing who she really was. Um, and hiding that, I mean, which I'm, you try to put yourself in her shoes, but again, you you lie to people all these years, and you the revolution basically against the diamonds was for not like so. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of history that I'm trying to summarize, and I'm kind of almost skipping around. But you would have to you would have to watch the show for that, you guys. Also, I know people are probably like, "Oh, well, uh, it crossed over with Uncle Grandpa." I'm like, "Well, I don't count that as canon." They even say it in the episode that it wasn't canon. So, in canon meaning it wasn't uh, relevant to the story, and so this is going on outside in, in a pocket dimension somewhere. Uh, that that's basically what I read it as. So it doesn't exist. <laughs> the crossover does not exist. They just wanted to uh, work with the animators for that show and yeah, just do a crossover. And I I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, when I showed it to my little cousins, they thought it was funny. So I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a break from. <laughs> than the normal stuff that they got to see on this show. So 
eh, it did it. It served its purpose. They laughed at it, then they moved on. <laughs> so, um, oh, and I and I watched the show a lot with my uh, little cousins at the at the, at the time they were little. Now they're big, but um, my little cousins and they were loving the show as well because they would love watching it with me. And um, they, I mean, they loved it. They thought it was good. Um, but yeah, all more often times than not, this show would come across those LGBTQ themes, uh, again, with, with, uh, Rose and, um, Pearl, but Pearl loving Rose, you know, and, um, Garnet, her being a, a, uh, relationship as well. So it's like, she actually nearing the end of the series, she actually had a, a wedding. <laughs> Steven set up and I thought that was special. That was, that was funny. I thought it was funny, nice and special for just for that character. Cause finally their character arc is pretty much done after that, beyond that, everyone has pretty much found themselves and, uh, enemies that were enemies, they become friends nearing the end of the uh, Steven Universe's run, uh, which is good. Except for Lapis Lazuli, which my one of my friends he he loved that character so much. But I mean, she she did get to kind of solve her arc. They kind of put her in the background a little bit, and I feel them on that one. They should have gave her more play. Um. But yeah, I would say favorite songs from this from this show to probably do it for her. Um Peace and Love on the Planet Earth. Nice simple song. Uh with old Paradot and Paradot is another character that was kind of added to the show that I that I really love too. I feel like that was probably one of my favorite gems only because she was very, very funny. Um but Garnet, Garnet is number one. And speaking of her, she had a song called uh, Stronger Than You, which when I watched the, that was season one's kind of official ending, because I think that was still part of season one. Yeah, so it was beyond a mirror gem. I think it was, let's see. Oh, it was Jailbreak. So it was the return in Jailbreak is when uh, Lapis Lazuli, who was in the mirror, she was in the Mirror Gem and Ocean Gem episode that I mentioned earlier uh, of the end of that season. Stephen healed her because most of these uh, gems that are attacking them, they're cracked. And when you crack a gem, they become corrupt. So if you heal it, then that means they don't have to... But if you shatter a gem, that means they're dead. Unless you get all the diamond, you know, these omnipotent, powerful beings to heal them uh, and reanimate them back. Uh, That's the only way you bring that gem back from the dead. But, yeah, so... In the return and jailbreak, the return basically starts off with, again, Lapis who had pretty much left the Earth to go back to Homeworld, which is the Crystal Gems planet, They, she 
must have told that she came from Earth and she wanted to. Um, she didn't want to be afraid of them anymore, so she just went to them and kind of gave in to them. And so they come back to Earth where Pink Diamond was quote-unquote shattered, but Rose Quartz faked that whole thing. So, because, <laughs> you know, Rose Quartz and Pink Diamond are the same person. Again, Pink Diamond being the most messed up person ever, um, they come back to that planet to scout out who is who is there and the 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 captain of the ship is uh her name is Jasper which is you know another gem and Paradot is right next to her and at the time Paradot is an enemy and they take out the crystal gems very I want to say very easily because they I think they imprisoned Pearl and Amethyst off the get-go. And they took out Garnet by just using a weapon that basically shattered her fusion form. And I would say dis- just disabled the gems, their gems temporarily. Like, it really affected them uh, negatively. And then in Jailbreak, Steven wakes up. Because uh, Steven gets hit hard by Jasper. She headbutts him and he's knocked the heck out. Um, <laughs> but in that episode, you see, um, you also see that Steven wakes up in a cell and he sees uh, this one gem called Ruby. And Ruby has a very funny, very ecstatic way of introducing herself, kind of, by <laughs> by just freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, what the heck? I can't even get out of here. And, you know, Steve was like, it's okay, I'll help you. Like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't even question, like, oh, do I help this person? Do I trust them? No, he just wants to help. Again, character. That's him. He just wants to help. And he eventually, you know, changes everyone's way of thinking about, you know, uh, most things. Um, but yeah, so he saves her, and then they're running around the whole ship looking for Sapphire, which is where Ruby is desperately trying to make sure she's okay. And then um Stephen finds Sapphire first and Sapphire's like, Oh, it's okay. Uh wow, that makes sense because he's getting through the uh he escapes the cells, but it's because he's half human that he's not really affected by the uh the defense mechanism that keeps them in their cell. So that was cool. Um he could do things that most normal gems can't just like <laughs> Just like his human half, he can do most. He can do most things that gems can't, and he can do most things that humans can't. So that's a uh, <laughs> that's something. Um, but yeah, so it goes into Sapphire and Ruby finding each other eventually on the ship, 
and they hug it hug it out. I think there's an on-screen kiss, which again that probably will raise eyebrows, but hey, Cartoon Network was confident in their show and in their creator, and they went that route. So it it happened, you know. Um, so they fused and they became Garnet, and this is basically when we find out that Garnet is a fusion, which most people theorized that she was a fusion all along, like she was a fusion character. There were little hints here and there that they were fusions, but yeah. Um, so then we get to the whole her musical number, which is called Stronger Than You. And please listen to any of the Steven Universe songs, uh, people. There's like an ultimate collection on Spotify that has all, I think, all of the Steven Universe, from Steven Universe show to Steven Universe future sequel show to even the Steven Universe movie songs. All of those songs are on Spotify, probably on Tidal, you know, anywhere you can listen to music. Please listen to that music because it 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 definitely some of the music tugs at my heartstrings. <laughs> some of them and some of them is very empowering, very um very good. And stronger than you is my favorite song by uh my favorite song in the show and definitely cements Garnet as being my favorite character. And um Estelle can sing her butt off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I loved, um, I loved that. That was almost like a special, kind of. My favorite Steven Universe song, though, sung specifically by him, it was, uh, it would have to be, I think it was, Trying to remember to my go through my memory. Oh, be wherever you are. It was a episode. I think it was called Island Adventure. I I think. Don't quote me on that. But uh, it had state. It, I think Sadie. Yeah, Sadie. Um, one of the townspeople. Oh yeah, all the townspeople. They get their their play. Like the, all of them get their screen time. Sometimes Lars. Lars almost being the worst character, but then they save him nearing the end of the show. Uh, he's still not the best character, Tal's person character, but definitely he was like the the worst for a while. But then that went to Ronaldo. Ronaldo is probably the worst character on the show in his episodes. Don't care about him. I'm sorry. But when they had it about Ronaldo, you guys, oh, man. It was this keep Beach City weird blogger guy. Ugh, just terrible. I didn't care about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sadie and the guy Lars, they're stuck on an island, tropical island, uh, with Steven, who pretty much had led them there. And, uh, and so... He, <laughs> Steven, even though Lars and Sadie are worried, mostly Lars being worried 
about if they'll ever get home and all that stuff. Steven comforts them with a song by the campfire, and it's called Be Wherever You Are. I'm not going to try to sing any of these songs, you guys, because <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrible vocalist. I'm not going to sing, <laughs> but uh, this song was actually pretty, it, to me, it was special for Steven because, again, him being silly, him trying to make light of a horrible situation. Definitely like every part of that. Again, adding to his character, adding to his development. Um, but yeah, I love that song uh, about um, just being yourself. Don't you like being somewhere different and being whoever you are and things like that. So I liked that song too. Again, music is awesome in here. Story, the plot. I'm going to uh, cut it off right here. This has been uh, part one of my Steven Universe, just me talking about and discussing Steven Universe. Um, But I will talk about in part two, I will talk about the movie and the Steven Universe uh, future epilogue series uh, and try to say like why this show needs to still be relevant and stay relevant and you know it it needs to stay in people's minds just a little bit more you know uh but all right i'm gonna stop it right here uh see y'all next week for part two